Greetings, this is Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Report. Fox News is reporting that according to a Monmouth poll that was recently done, American voters appear sharply divided over whether or not the sexual assault allegations against Joe Biden levied by a former staffer by the name of Tara Reed are credible. I have to say I fall among that category. I, the reasons why I've stated in a past podcast and she just seems very, very credible. Um, then you have her story being corroborated by several other witnesses. And you even got her mother calling who has passed away, passed away in 2016, I think. But anyway, she called into Larry King around the time that it happened. These aren't just coincidences. The neighbor coming forth, the brother coming forth, another uh, Senate staffer at, at a different office, um, you know, all told how this affected Tara Reed and that she mentioned it to them uh, what had occurred to her while she worked in that office. So I find her to be very credible if this was a civil trial and she was suing Joe Biden, as I stated before, I had to um, vote on the side of the plaintiff, um, Tara Reed, in a civil trial case. Um, but, you know, this is a this is the court of public opinion. And my opinion is, is that she's credible. Now, according to this poll, 37% of those questioned in this Monmouth University poll um, believe Tara Reid. And that's a problem. If, you know, polls translate to uh, accurate snapshot of what the electorate is thinking, um, of course, November's a long time away. Um, but you don't want to be in an election where one third of the voters think that you're a rapist. Um, then, you got 32% saying that they don't believe the allegations. Now, I would base that off of hopefully them having a lack of information and not knowing about these other people who have uh, come forward. No, there's no paper trail, but I don't think no paper trail is, is needed uh, in this case. She didn't file a police report, but many uh, victims of sexual assault don't file police reports, and especially when you're dealing with powerful people um, who can have you killed. Now, I don't want to go down conspiracy lane, but it's not out of the question, um, you know, uh, that people have been killed, uh, associated with people in power. And so I can understand her being fearful. And then some of her, you know, uh, confidants telling her don't file a police report while others told her to file a police report. But Anyway, 32%, perhaps because of a lack of information, perhaps because of blind partisanship, um, they don't believe the allegations. And then you have 31% who have no opinion whatsoever. Perhaps they don't follow um, the news like a, lot of, like a lot of other people follow the news religiously, uh, which can be bad for your health, but we certainly appreciate you checking out uh, Black Talk Radio News. Um, so that's not a good sign for... Joe Biden. Now, I want to pose a theory that I came up with a couple of days as, you know, as a reporter, as a writer, you want to look at stories from every possible angle um, that perhaps somebody else isn't looking at it. And, and of course, you know, you want to be objective and you also um, don't want to go too far out, out of bounds with speculation. But I have a theory that in Joe Biden's mind, um, 
I was about to say, you know, uh, make a joke about Joe Biden's age, but I'm not going to go there. But in Joe Biden's mind, you know, people was talking about his mind is flipping. But in Joe Biden's mind, I could see at that time, even at, you know, when it happened back in 93, I could see him getting some information that would lead him to believe in his mind that what he did was not rape. Of course, he's going to deny it because it, it ever happened, rape or consensual, because he's a married man uh, during that time. So I don't expect him to cop up to uh, cop to the truth either way. But I do, based off of some things that Tara Reid said in a rising interview, and of course she said it in in the uh, subsequent interviews that she gave, but. She talks about Joe Biden's reaction and how he seemed to be shocked and stunned. But she mentions this person called the scheduler. She keeps referring to them as the scheduler, you know, like uh, a Batman villain or something, the scheduler. Um, but the scheduler is, seems to me, trying to play matchmaker or Cupid or, or engaging in some very unprofessional behavior on the job. And I'm wondering if Joe Biden was gaslit, was Tyree gaslit by this person or persons in that office? Uh, you know, I don't know how many of you out there have ever uh, worked in an office and been exposed to office politics and the things that go on when people are in close quarters like that. But I have, I have both in the military and the civilian uh, world. So this was very, very unprofessional conduct, but the scheduler uh, is passing messages to, uh, or I shouldn't say passing messages because I don't know if Joe Biden told the scheduler to tell Tyra anything, but Tyra recounts that the scheduler uh, told her that Joe Biden likes her. And then apparently the scheduler also uh, to, may have told Joe Biden the same thing. And maybe Joe Biden was under the impression that Tyree uh, was a young woman uh, with father issues, and and as they would say back in the day, you know, was a, a loose woman, or like to get, or a liberated woman, how, whatever words you want to choose to to describe women who are very liberal uh, when it comes to sex, um, especially young young women. But there's older women too, so um, we don't want to engage in stereotypes. But perhaps he thought she was a certain kind of way. And he was shocked that those are her words. So I pulled out three minutes from a roughly 12 minute interview that Tyree gave on uh, the rising uh, back when this story just got back in the news cycle as uh, people have started to take the story uh, serious. Um, but that's what the Fox News poll says that 37% uh, of voters believe Tyree and I, and I believe her, but my theory poses the question even if I believe her that it happened, and I do, was it rape? From her perspective, it certainly would if the scheduler lied to her or set her up when she sent her or he sent her uh, to meet with Joe Biden with the excuse of giving him a, a gym bag. And what did the scheduler tell Joe Biden to go to a certain place and they would send Tara to meet him for this liaison? Um, <laughs> I know I'm speculating, but when you hear this three minutes, just pay close attention to her words, especially when she talks about the scheduler and Joe Biden's uh, reaction. So let me pull that up. Um, the portion that I didn't talk about with the encounter 
with Joe Biden. And it was um, after he had said some things about wanting me to serve drinks to donors, that he thought I was pretty and had nice legs and things like that. And uh, we didn't really have that many. There was no relationship. There was no flirtation or anything like that. He just, he just made it clear he liked me. Um, the scheduler told me that he did as well. And um, it was strange. But anyway, I um, was uh, doing whatever I was doing in the office. And the scheduler came in and said, uh, Joe, Joe wants you to bring this to him. Hurry. And it was his athletic bag. It's called a gym bag. And so I, I was carrying it and um and this is where I want to be really frank with you and everyone. I have worked so hard to not remember this anymore that now that I've talked about it, I only shared it with a couple of people when it happened at the time. So there are spots where I just don't remember certain things, but I remember the assault itself and then the aftermath and the reverberating effects of that. Um and I was walking to the Capitol, I through the Russell building, you go down the stairs, you go down, and then it was somewhere in either the Russell or Capitol, I'm not sure, in an alcove. But we were in a semi-private place, it wasn't completely private. He was at first talking to someone, they went away, and then he said, here, and then when I gave him the gym bag, it happened all in one motion, almost, and he had me, um, against the wall and then his hands were down my skirt and up my skirt and I was wearing um I wasn't wearing tights or anything and um he then with his hands uh you know, um went from there and I uh, entered me with his hand and as he was trying to kiss me and say anything to me. So when I tell you what happened, it's hard because everything kind of happened at once, but there were incremental parts to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, meaning he was trying to kiss me and I was pulling away. And what I remember of that time is, is feeling really shocked, a surprise because there was no real conversation right beforehand. There was no precursor. It just happened. And then when he did that, um, I was obviously pulling away and he pulled back and said, you know, come on, man, I heard you like me. Um, something to that effect. And that's what kind of jolted me. Like I was trying to think what I did wrong, um, to bring that on me. And then he, um, he looked angry and irritated with me. And I, that's when I knew it was really, I, I was in a very difficult position. There was Tara Reed, um, recounting her, uh, story to The Rising. Uh, shout out to, uh, Sager and Crystal. I'm a fan of their show, but, um, yeah. So both of them ended up confused. She was talking about, well, what did I do wrong? She didn't do anything wrong. Um, but I, this scheduler, the scheduler, we need to find out who the scheduler is. Does anybody know who the scheduler is? Has the scheduler been named? Because the scheduler seems very key in this interaction. This was a three-way interaction, communication uh, involving the scheduler. 
the scheduler is the one who sent her down with the bag. The scheduler is the one who told her Joe Biden uh, likes her. And of course, Joe Biden told her that himself or, or made it known um, through his words and his actions uh, as she recounted the cot. He wanted her to play cocktail waitress. Um, but any anyway, um, she said that Joe Biden seemed shocked when she wasn't down with it and seemed confused. Pretty much like he, you know, was walking around today, but this was, what, 30-some years ago. So I'm wondering if Joe Biden, in his mind and from his perspective, he doesn't see it as rape because he was set up and told some incorrect information by the scheduler about Tyra. And, I'm, you know, Tyra's going to meet you. She like you. You can hook up with her you know, in between meetings or sessions or, or what have you, have her meet you down there. I'm going to send her down with a gym bag as an excuse to get her out the office and and then, you know, telling Tyra these things. So I, I can see how both of them were confused about the in interaction, especially him saying, man, I thought you liked me. See, that that was a very key statement from her about what he said. And it sounds like how he, how he talks as well. So, um, you know, I'm looking at this at a different angle than what I see most pundits uh, looking at it. It is the possibility that perhaps they're both victims. And we don't want to use the word victims um, in reference to Joe Biden. But um, was Joe Biden set up? Could somebody have been trying to set up Joe and was hoping that Tara went to the police? I, you know, I wish he had her so that he could suffer under the Biden crime bill. So, um, cause he's, he's committed many crimes, but I'm not going to go, you know, off topic here. So I'm going to throw that out there for consideration as a theory. Uh, do you think, uh, the scheduler, uh, caused this interaction to go down the way it did? Um, it doesn't absolve Joe Biden's, uh, action, but it certainly would, would, explain them because i just can't imagine somebody being that bold in the halls of congress doing something like that it, it's not like you know he had um the oval office where he could shut the door and you know uh bill clinton obviously was able to do what he did in privacy in the white house so um yeah lots of things lots of variables to consider um i'm not a joe biden supporter I'm not gonna vote for him uh, probably going to vote Green Party, try to help the Green Party out for future elections. Um, I can't vote for Joe Biden. As a black person, I have to show some self-respect. As a person who believes in justice, I have to show some self-respect and not reward this man for the legislation that he has passed. And the only personal thing I hold against him is his personal uh, friendships, as he described some of these racist white supremacists, avowed up front with it, not trying to hide it, um, you know, and he utilized Strom Thurmond. Um, yeah, eulogized uh, Strom Thurmond. The, uh, I think, didn't Strom run as a Dixiecrat? Talking about, uh, uh, I forgot what the slogan of the Dixiecrat was, um, but Strom Thurmond, it, it, I tell you, man, that was, I, I'm surprised, I'd be surprised if he wasn't secretly a grand uh, wizard or dragon or whatever they, you know, these titles they have uh, for the clan. But, you know, his personal relationships with people like that, and then you want to act like, you know, oh, I, I, 
I'm just neutral in, in no, 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 Joe. No, Joe. I, I think you practice racism. Um, I certainly know that your policies have had a great impact or detriment on this country in so many different areas like debt, student debt, um, mass incarceration, which is prison slavery, and so on and so forth. So um, please continue to support the production of independent media. The Black Talk Media Project of North Carolina-based nonprofit surely needs your tax-deductible donations today so that we can maintain media operations like blacktalkradionetwork.com. Your contributions support all, all the programming and podcasts uh, in digital radio stations that you hear on the network. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, during this coronavirus or COVID-19 pandemic. Um, real quick, I just saw a news item about COVID-19 has now mutated. So any work that they was doing on any kind of vaccine, um, it's all for not because now the virus has mutated. So people continue to protect yourself. Please, I can't stress that enough as a person who who has a family member who uh, succumbed to the COVID-19 disease or aunt, um, may she rest in power. Um, but yeah, take it serious, wear your face mask when you go out in public. If you have the gloves, wear the gloves. Uh, you can make makeshift um, masks with, with cloth or a bandana or something. You don't have to have a surgical type mask or whatnot. And, and wash your hands frequently, especially you go outside touching things and, and what have you. Um, and don't touch your face. Those simple rules and hopefully you can survive this. All right, this has been Scotty Reed. Peace and blessings to all. Be safe out there.